Hello and welcome to the Pup Mommy, where it's all about the pups. In this video, I'm going to talk about the difficult topic about euthanizing your dog. How to know when it's time and possibly when it's not. But more importantly, making the best decision for your dog, because when it really comes down to it, it's not about you, it's about him or her. And as for experience on this topic, well, I've had to euthanize six dogs in the past 12 years. So first let me say that having to make the decision to euthanize your dog, or in other words, putting your dog down, does not necessarily equate only to elderly senior dogs who have lived a full life and are now losing their mobility or you see a cognitive decline or the effects of a tumor or cancer. The difficult decision to euthanize a pup can also come when you least expect it, and when the dog is a young adult or even a puppy. You know, as a dog owner of over 30 years, the three factors that I have used to determine when to put my dog down are, one, is my dog in pain? Two, what is its quality of life? And three, what will the pup have to endure and go through to extend its life? So maybe you can see, your, if you are struggling with this decision right now, maybe you can see a little bit of yourself in me. Let me use my Boston Terrier Poco as my first example, and an example of my mistake and what not to do. Poco was four and a half years old when she suffered her first cluster seizure one month to the day of my losing my mother from dementia. After I rushed Poco to the vet, it was recommended that I see a neurologist, which I did. After the MRI was taken, she was diagnosed with meningoencephalitis, an inflammatory brain disease that, for the most part, is incurable. Now, having just lost my mom and knowing how deeply Poco and my mother were bonded and how much they loved each other, and to me as well, I embarked on a five-month journey that could be titled Trying to Save the Unsavable, when I should have said, make her as comfortable as possible, medications to avoid the seizures if possible, and when the time comes, but I didn't choose that route. During the next five months, she suffered another mild seizure. I ran her over to the ER, and they put her on phenobarbital, which is an anticonvulsant. I had Poco in my arms, and I rocked her back and forth that evening in a dimly lit room, listening to her make the most un earthly, ungodly howls, all coming from the barbiturates. After that, she was put on prednisone, a steroid to help keep the inflammation down. But at the same time, from all the water she was drinking, she blew up like a balloon. This was followed by even two more MRIs to see if we were bringing the swelling down. Later, she was put on a drug, Cytosar, which is a cancer drug, also trying to quell the brain swelling. Poco suffered one more cluster seizure, and the vet gave me two options. Put her down, transfer her to the regional animal hospital, see if they can save her, help her. Well, what I should have done was put her down, but instead I chose the latter. I couldn't, I, I, I didn't follow my own advice. I couldn't let her go. She was in emergency for two days on a ventilator, on an IV, 
medications, cotton balls in her ears to keep the sounds down. I came to see her at 2 a.m. in the morning. I was with her during various times during the day when finally the ER doc put her arm around me and said, I can't save her. I gave the ascent for euthanasia and I held her in my arms while talking to her as the doc gave the in injection. In those five months, I had spent over $12,000 trying to save the unsavable. Was she in pain? I was told no, but I could see differences in her body and her activity level. But again, I just couldn't let her go. Moral of this story for you out there, it should never be about you. It should be about the pup. It's part of being a pup owner and the trust and love that a pup, a pup puts into us that we will make the decisions, the hard decisions, that in the end are best for them. There are two reasons that you don't want to have to euthanize your dog. One, when it's swallowed a foreign object, and the other, where a lump or bump that you thought was going to go away turns out to be cancer. And in both cases, you waited too long to take the pup to the vet. Then your dog pays the ultimate price with its life. You're an emotional wreck, not to mention you're probably going to be out a few hundred dollars, if not a few thousand. I lost two of my pups, Noel and Spunky, to foreign objects that they swallowed that were undetected by x-rays and blood work, both. And this is the key point here, undetected. Because not everything a dog swallows is going to show up on an x-ray. And when something is detected, the severity is not always known until exploratory surgery. So when I had given the assent for Noel's surgery, he was on the operating table when the vet called me at 2 a.m. and said peritonitis had set in and he couldn't be saved. I ran over to the hospital. He was on the operating table. He never regained consciousness, but I put my arms around him as the vet gave him the injection. Spunky, too, had passed away from exactly the same thing, peritonitis caused by foreign objects being undetected. Moral of this story, this can happen to any dog, large or small, any age, puppy or senior. When your dog stops eating normally, stops eating a normal amount of food, acts differently, has vomiting or diarrhea, you see a lump or a bump that comes out of nowhere, get the pup to the vet immediately. And, and, count, always try to keep count of the number of toys around the house or any other missing items that you accidentally thought you misplaced because they could be in your dog. And finally, we come to the senior dogs, which I find is the most difficult of decisions to make when it comes to euthanasia, simply because your pup has given you a, a 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, of their love, their companionship, their loyalty, and a fair share, of course, of joy and laughter. Zarina, my German Shepherd, was 12 years and three months to the day of her birthday when she died. Intervertebral disc disease had rendered her incontinent 
in the last four months of her life and had also taken a very dire toll on her hind legs. And I had to help her to get up on her feet and so that she could go outside, lay on the deck or in the grass. I bathed her and I cleaned up after her because I felt she deserved that from me after that lifetime of loyalty and love because Zarina never left my side. And again, I couldn't let her go. Her five senses were intact. I could help her. I used just about every rationale I could think of not to make the decision. And it was only one day when I finally really looked at her struggling to get to her, to get to me in the kitchen from the front hallway, that I realized it was time to let her die with dignity, the dignity that she deserved. I was with her at the vet from the time that she was prepped to the time that the injection was given. And then, two and a half months later, my other German Shepherd, Olympia, developed a wound in her thigh out of nowhere. I ran her to emergency, and in one week's time, the wound had gone so deep that it had eaten into the muscle, and sepsis was setting in. And again, the dreaded words, I can't save her. So, as with Tsarina, the same drill with Olympia. From the prep to the end, I was with her. Olympia died in my arms. So, moral of this story, if you are fortunate to have a pup into its senior dotage, watch their behavior. Whether there's a disease involved that's eating away at them or simply old age. And most of all, watch their eyes because all the hints and the signs are there but it's up to you to see them and respond you know when you commit to euthanasia think of it as an act of love that you're returning the love and loyalty that they gave you all those years and if you're like me you know that one day you'll see them again Thank you for watching. This has been a very deeply personal and difficult topic for me. And if you're going through the same thing right now, or soon to be perhaps, I hope that you found this video informative and helpful because you're not alone in having to make these decisions. But remember, it's not about you, it's about the pup. So thank you for watching. If you have any questions or comments, I'll leave my contact information in the uh, description section. Please click subscribe so that you'll know when I upload uh, more videos on topics that are not so, uh, so awful. Um, and again, if you need help or any assistance in finding the perfect pup for your family, or if a pup is right for you at this time, again, feel free to contact me. Thank you for watching. Bye for now.